Welcome to Success Beneath the Surface, hosted by Deborah Fell, Managing Partner at Chief Outsiders. Deborah provides insights specifically for CEOs from growth-oriented companies. Thank you, Susan. Recently, I had a wonderful conversation with Tori Carter-Kanine, who's the amazing and delightful CEO of the American Society of Landscape Architects. And we had a number of different conversations to unpack, but I want to focus on the piece where he really spoke about how to gain alignment in an organization. And he has a lot of stakeholders. He's got his members, he's got his team, he's got the advisory board, and a lot of moving parts in the industry. So he needs to be on top of that, leading that through his team and leading change through his team for him has meant a lot of conversations and a lot of listening. And and in the episode, he really speaks to how he approaches creating change and getting everybody on on the same boat. Now, recently, I have in a very real way realized a lack of alignment in my life. And that is I had just a few days after I spoke to Tori, I had to have some hand and wrist surgery and it's going to be fine. You know, in the days and weeks ahead, thankfully, I will be healed and be back to whatever normal is. But what occurred to me is that my lack of alignment is very visible. You can see that I have a problem that my right hand and left hand are not on board together. And if you spent time with me, you just see that everything takes longer. You know, I make different choices about what I eat because I, I can't cut stuff very easily. So it sort of influences my decision and affects my ability to really be as effective and, and efficient in my body as I will be once this hand is fully healed. What occurs to me is the lack of alignment in an organization is rarely so completely visible. Usually it's really unseen. It may be discussed, you know, by the water cooler, as they say. And that lack of alignment, though, shows up in some very real ways, or at least it can. You know, in those lower client net promoter scores, right? Or not getting client referrals, in those lower employee satisfaction scores, in the sales momentum of the business, perhaps on the bottom line. So it may not show up as visibly as my current state of lack of alignment, but be sure when there is lack of alignment, it is showing up. And I want to encourage you to listen to Tori's full episode. There are a range of topics, all very beneficial, but this point about alignment and and the ways that he does it can be very informative and actually very inspiring. How I sort of stay true to our values or keep my eye on the ball is um, I think one of the things that's key for any CEO and particularly for me uh, and has helped me be successful is kind of keeping the intersection of all of the components of the business and the organization front of mind and to constantly it's probably the most exhausting part of the job right is to constantly you're constantly rotating through your mind all the different things that you do mm-hmm. uh, as an organization and the timing and the cadence of it and paying attention to the organization's kind of invis- the invisibleness thing like of culture which is really having a firm understanding of the pace and speed by which an organization and all those stakeholders that you mentioned 
can absorb and move through change. Ah, yes. Which means that you really have to be in constant communication with all of those stakeholders and getting information and inputs from all of those people in order to make sure that you add a little gas, take away a little gas, stop sometimes even in order to give people that you need to get aligned, the space to get aligned. Yeah. Yeah. Now the other critical part of that is you don't have an infinite amount of time for everyone to get on board. Mm -hmm. And so there is this sort of, decision making and it's easier to make that decision and move people through when you're paying constant attention to them and listening to them and taking information from the board, from stakeholders, from members, from the staff, um, from your other uh, industry allies and and partners, other CEOs to sort of keep sort of moving the sales a little bit to move us and keep us going in the right direction. And sometimes you have to be comfortable with imperfect information. (laughs) Yeah. And just do it. I found that if you've spent enough time nurturing and listening to all of those people and explaining why you're doing what you're doing and you're clear on mission, vision, and values, and you've built up what I call the emotional capital that people of trust, that people will, even if they don't necessarily agree, they won't question that you're in service of the greater good of the organization. They may not agree with it. They might have think they might think that you made the decision too quickly, but they're more likely to give you the benefit of the doubt that you considered all of these things and they'll respect your decision and the, the need for someone to make the decision. So it is the truly the trust equation. It's the commitment to vision, mission, values, this additional ingredient that you put in that is the communication around the capability for implementation. Thank you for listening today. And I look forward to being with you next week, where we're going to focus on the difference between a job and a mission. See you then. Be sure to subscribe in all your favorite podcast apps. Just look for success beneath the surface. Chief Outsiders, part-time growth executives with full-time results.